women are also very attracted to status. Bad Bunny's like, I'm VIP. He said, you want a selfie? Okay, mate, like I'm VIP. All these girls drool over him. But if he wasn't who he was, all of a sudden he's like, it's, he's demonized for it, you know? I teach my men this mentality called the I am sex mentality. Anything you do is Face sexy. Drop. <laughs> Anything you do is sexy. It's like in and out, the red and red white. Red and white, red yeah. and white, yes sir. Yeah, it's, it's colors of hunger. So when I when I go out there, I get these girls hungry as well. When I wear my red flannel and my red trucker hat, they get they start getting hungry. Oh, and like, they want a piece of like, I want some Persian you know? tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want some once Persian. you go Persian, you can never go any other version. Yo, what is on, guys? Welcome back to Izzy's Room, the room where all goes down. Also, the number one dating podcast. And because of y'all, each and every one of you, and you, and can you point at that one? Yeah, and you over there, all three of y'all fucking cameras. Uh, we are the top 5% globally shared on Spotify, so much love. Thanks to each and every person out there. And we actually have a guest in the house today. And you flew, where did you flew all the way out from where? Arizona. Where? Which part of Arizona? Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a little introduction. So our guest today is the CEO and founder of the number one dating mentorship program, the Grand Mail, which gives dating guidance to professionals and entrepreneurs all around the world. Please give it up for the dating guru and communicative elite, the Coach Grand Cam. Thank you. So good to have you here, bro. Uh, we had some crazy. Let me just preface by saying that he is our guest today, but this isn't like the first encounter that you and I had. Um, it's kind of wild because I feel like I've known you for like weeks and really it's been like two days, two fucking crazy nights out on the road. Uh, but yeah, I want to hear first off, tell me who you are, what you do and, uh, the value you give just for all the guys listening. Absolutely. So my name is uh, Grant Cam. I'm a coach for men where I help them with dating. I help you guys with getting over overcoming any kind of like insecurities or any kind of like fears that are holding you back from being the man that you want to be. Uh, I believe in building a man's like development from wherever you are in life. It doesn't matter what skill level you are, what kind of thoughts you're currently having. I believe in elevating you from where you want to, from where you are to where you want to go. And I, my, all the styles of coaching that I do is he is dating related. I help guys with clearing their trauma, getting rid of any kind of insecurities that are really just taking over their life. And my biggest pleasure that I get out of coaching is seeing guys just transform themselves from who they thought they could be or who they thought they were to becoming a more true authentic man I have a question for you mm -hmm. I have a question so I think to uh I think we're both on the same brainwave of like self-improvement I think every day even 0.1% better at anything at anything it could be physical mental whatever it is you're doing I feel like I feel like if I go to sleep and wake up the same person both days like tomorrow to today i feel like bro what the fuck are you doing with your life and honestly each upload each uh each upload and etc each new video is like a standard for me to be like okay i did something yesterday that now shows for today and i think uh what the reason i say that is what is like the one thing and let's say and not even particularly in dating culture but the one thing that you think men um struggle with like connotating that too you know what i'm saying like what uh what are men like not seeing in terms of how they should be improving themselves well the thing is when guys are not seeing something it's i call this you don't know what you don't know so there's you know what you know you know what you don't know and you don't know what you don't know and those guys who are in their don't know what you don't knows 
that is their ego that's not allowing them to see the world greater than what they already see it right now. So a lot of times guys who are in there don't know what you don't know, don't know that their ego is holding them back. A lot of times guys are not coachable. A lot of time guys are going to believe that they already have it all figured out. Like the guys that I would particularly refer this to would be guys who being on their purpose, they will say that, that you know, just being on my purpose, making money, going to the gym, working out is going to help, help me get all the girls. And I told guys, okay, well, there's nothing wrong with being in self-development. There's nothing wrong with pursuing this journey of being your best version and pursuing whatever that purpose is and passion is for you. But ultimately you have to be simultaneously developing in all fronts, all for facets sure. of your 100%, life. For sure. 100%, bro. I 100%. And it's, oh, I wish Jay was here. Uh, Y'all already know, but Jay King should have been here. Long story short, some things popped up, but we recorded an episode recently and that's like the number one thing we were harping on is like, like what you said, you hit it like straight in the center, you know, like I think expand from all fronts. And I, I think people only tie themselves down. Like people only tie themselves down to what they think they can and can't do. If right. you take like really, really think about um, even all these people now, like you want to be an artist, you want to have a show, you want to have a podcast, you want to travel. The only thing that really holds you back is you and your image of yourself. You know, I think expanding on all fronts can only help, especially in the dating world. You know, if you're, if you're constantly improving yourself in the gym, you're reading a fucking book. You're not always constantly listening to shit. That's like affecting your mind in a negative way or doing shit that affects your mind in a negative way. I think it all ties together and it gives you that internal confidence to go out and meet someone great, you know? Absolutely. It's, I've never at one point, Izzy, thought to myself, okay, I'm going to just like prolong this one situation, procrastinate and not work on it for a remainder of my time. My whole life, I've been wanting to learn and grow as fast as possible. And I don't believe in, again, like just focusing on one thing and being tunnel vision. I tell my clients all the time, sure. don't be in tunnel vision. Because when you're in tunnel vision, you, you're disregarding a lot of things that could help you get to your goal and your purpose significantly faster. So the guys who are like all about just, you know, being focused on one particular thing, I mean, you're really neglecting other areas of your life. Like I did Toastmasters International, which is a public speaking club. And I didn't realize that Toastmasters would help me with dating. I just did because I wanted to be able to articulate better. I wanted to be able to just speak and pronounce my words a lot better. And then I realized after hosting and I became club president in Los Angeles, I was uh, when, back when I used to live in California, I was the club president for a year. And what I realized is after hosting multiple meetings and being around people that were twice to three times my age <clears throat> and helping them out, when I would go out and talk to girls, you know how guys like guys get shit tested by women, right? What is that? What is that shit testing? Sure. So a shit test is like a woman who wants to verify whether it's conscious or subconsciously she wants to verify that you're that man that the way you present yourself to her so if i'm coming off you're not like putting like, up like a front or what exactly like they want to make sure that you're being authentic in how you carry yourself and are you being consistent because masculinity a lot of it has to do with being consistent in your behavior consistent in how you carry yourself so if you're not consistent essentially what you're doing a woman can smell that bs off of you and then from there she's going to be like okay i'm going to just like test this guy see what he's really about there's an artist, Hobson. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, bro, he was probably the artist that even got me into like rapper, hip hop, etc. But he has a line, and he basically talks about that. Uh, he's like, you, like you thought. He, I can't. I don't want to reference it verbatim. I'll pop it up right now um, on the screen. But 
he basically says like a line like uh like you thought he was he's basically saying like you thought this guy was abc but really he works at the gas station around the corner you know and uh <laughs> yeah. i i do think authenticity is very key and i will say from seeing you mm -hmm. um and i only say this because like especially now there's uh I'm, I'm big about practice what you preach and don't preach what you don't practice, you know? And like when we went out, give y'all some backstory. Uh, I'm not gonna get too specific, but we went out Wednesday, Thursday. We had the time of our lives, met so many people and not even particularly like we were going out just to meet women. It was, we met a whole bunch of cool dudes, a whole bunch of cool women. Like we were just effectively communicating with everybody. And I wanna pop up this question right now. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you, because we met so many people as a byproduct of effective communication. Do you think effective communication like changes the entire world that you live in? Absolutely. I feel, and I don't mean this in a very arrogant way or like stroking my ego. I believe that when I'm in any room, any particular uh, place, and I don't own the place, I don't own the restaurant, I don't own the house party, I'm not running the house party, I'm not running these events, right? And I'm just a guest or I'm a patron of the venue that I'm attending. I feel like I own it. And I, again, I don't say this to be egotistical. I, I, I don't give a fuck. Arrogant. Hey, what, however, yeah. I will never bash anybody for being confident. Right. Ever. And, ever. and the thing is like, it's, it's, so I want the guys who are listening to this to like understand the severity of this. Cause like when you feel like you own, like you own the spot, like you're, it's owning your square, it's owning your domain. Right. And then I'm still treating people humble, like with respect. And I'm like very curious. So there's one of the greatest books I ever read was how to win friends and influence people. I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, and by Dale Carnegie. And it's one of the best books about communication. It's about how to tap into, you can tap into a woman's mind very well through how to win friends and influence people. Because what you're doing is you're asking questions about the person. And then when you come in with this, like this sense of confidence that you are about to bring value to others because you feel yourself is so valuable and your conversation skills Dude. are valuable right there. The women will gravitate to you. The men will gravitate to you and they will respect you for hearing them out. Bro, I, I had a friend. Uh, well, I mean, if he's listening, <laughs> you know, I don't want to at anybody subtweet. What is it like? Sub, I don't want to subtweet anybody, but <laughs> I had a buddy like growing up and we, uh, we've known each other since like, man, probably since I was like, fucking 14 15 mm -hmm. and i've done so much since then like i lived in japan for like a year i like i i've done a lot and i've experienced a lot especially with presley shout out hope you're doing well in california but especially with presley i just experienced a lot and seen a lot and uh especially when i got back from japan bro it was a completely different headspace every time i would i'd want to just do something uh for myself hey let's go to a spa or hey let's go down to a beach or hey let's uh go to this like seminar let's go to this course let's do something besides just go out and bar hop and that type of fucking bullshit and this friend was so consistent about no i just want to bar hop i just want to drink and meet girls and this and that long story short i don't really hang out with this guy much anymore still love him but we don't hang out a lot and um i always told him i was like hey man like you try so hard to appease other people and show other people your value and you don't even show yourself your value. Like, what do you do for yourself? Like, do you, when I left to Japan, I only say this because I don't want to talk down to anyone or even if he's listening or whoever's listening who may relate, I don't want it to seem like uh, somebody's higher up on a pedestal, but I think you should always put yourself on a pedestal. And if you're not even, I say working out because it's so important 
for your mind. Your mind, like the whole point of your brain is to control your body. That is the function of your brain. Your heart is to beat to provide blood. Your brain is supposed to uh, enable you to move and to critically think and to keep you alive. And if you're not moving, if you're not active, you're not working out for yourself. If you're not uh, spending money on yourself, going to the spa, taking time for yourself, reading books, learning how to better yourself, no one's going to gravitate towards you. It's just the truth of it. You can be an attractive individual, right? And even then, if it's all surface level, like at some point sooner or later, you're going to find yourself settling because at the end of the day, if you're not investing in yourself, people don't magnetize to it. And if you do, you will, like you were just talking about, you will bring people in. Like they will be naturally drawn to you. Yeah. It's all, I think a lot of times, you, you were asking in the beginning, like what's really holding guys back from like, let's say being their truest self. A lot of guys, they are not living in their uh, identity. They're not living in their masculine identity. And the issue with that is when a guy doesn't realize again, like what he doesn't know, what he doesn't know. Um, when he's not in his masculine identity, he's living in a insecure mindset and a, in a false sense of, of idea of that this is who he truly is. And <laughs> those guys who are, who are you know, appeasing, Right. Like this is all deeply rooted in the people pleasing aspect, seeking validation, seeking approval. They're not living life honestly to the fullest. So mm -hmm. if, a, if a man really wants to be able to have those kind of experiences that we had, like these past few days where we were just like killing it in the streets and going to the bars and talking to all kinds of men and women, they will need to learn to like liberate themselves from the mindset that they think that they know it all. Bro, like, keep. I don't mean to cut you off. Keep. <laughs> you just you sparked a thought. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, I just, uh, and just to wrap it up with this, and you know, go back to you. Like when you believe, because I I talk to all kinds of guys on Instagram that are potentially wanting to join my coaching program, and the one that I see them I see a lot is that are like, yeah, man, I got it all figured out. In my head, I'm like, I'm okay. nobody ever. Yeah, nobody I, ever has life figured out. Yeah, man. and and even me. See, I I was I I did have struggles growing up in dating, and I did have like my situation where I was like nerdy. Um, I got my heart broken multiple times and I, that's like a staple. Everybody's had yeah. like a high school, like breakup or like a, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my prom date that I wanted to ask, I remember she got asked out, um, before I could ask her out. And I was, and I remember this was in Spanish class and I brought flowers out of sign and everything. And then no. I didn't even, <laughs> I, I didn't know. Yeah. I literally just she got my flowers. Heart. I you got said, the sign. You said with your heart. Yeah. And I just threw that shit out. So it's heartbreaking. Right. But ultimately I did have some charm and I did have some game in high school. I wasn't a complete like nobody, but you know what happened is like, I still kept my mind open that there's something for me to learn. That's and there's good, something for me to I was grow. crusty in high school for sure. Oh really? But yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, I don't even want to continue. Just a side thought. Yeah. I just, I, I, I believe that there's always room for growth. Like even me who knows self-development very well, I always open my mind and open my eyes to, and my ears right? To listen that there's other things, other books out there that I have not read yet, or I've not taken seriously yet. Um, and then from that point, guys, like now I'm just like, I'm, I'm feeling a whole lot more abundant because again, like my heart and my mind is open to everything. I want to hear everything. I'm not going to accept Bro. everything that's thrown my way, but I'll consider it. And if it's within my identity, best believe I'm going to implement it. So being, being open. And uh, I, I almost don't even like using this terminology because it's cliche, but all cliches hold some truth. Uh, being open-minded, uh, you could say, mm -hmm. has that been like beneficial for you and like your turn, uh, like living life? Would you say it is very important 
that people uh, have an open mind and like go through life without like uh, dead set like definitives, you know? Oh, 100%. So being open-minded also translates into the bedroom with a woman. Being open-minded translates to just dating a for woman sure. as well. For sure. Because you're coming from a non-judgmental mindset. So if a guy is non-judgmental, see, women, they want to be more sexually promiscuous sooner with a guy that they feel comfortable with, with right? Comfortability is a huge yes. thing. Comfortability so, is a huge so thing. So I know every guy has their own standard in terms of like how you know they perceive a woman's like value through her body and sexuality and stuff like that. But if you want a woman to be sexually because there's two kinds of respect there's respect and there's sexual respect just because a woman has respect for you doesn't mean she sexually respects you mm. right that means you're just like friend zone at that point you're only respect is there a way out of that the friend zone there is i mean i've been <laughs> i've been well i here's the thing if a woman friend zone you you cannot get out of that but you can friend zone women first and i've done this multiple <laughs> times and when i friend zone women first usually they will come later and they just end up hooking up with me because I'm not trying hard and I'm like, oh, you know, I just see you as a friend and then she'll like latch on to me and I'm like, you feeling me, right? I think people, I would agree with the try hard part. I would definitely say, um, I don't, you see it all the time. Even when we went out, right. like it's crazy because like, uh, I want to give y'all just a preface. I have known Grand Cam for a total of like two, three days in person on we like social media and et cetera. Yeah. Like we've been touching bases for a, a few weeks but literally a couple days. And uh, when I say that, like, he's practicing what he's preaching, like, I wouldn't tell y'all he's practicing what he's preaching if it wasn't, like, true. Like, that, like we went out, we met a lot of great people, and it was never, the entire time we went out, it was never um, trying to establish some sort of sexual contact. It was, hey, like, nice to meet you. Oh, like, cool, tell me about yourself. That's cool. Well, we're gonna go to this other bar. Good to meet you. And then, Sometimes it's like, oh, like we'll come with sometimes like, hey, it's good to meet you. Break off that connection, you know, and I think some well, I'm not gonna say some I think a lot, especially in bars and clubs. That's like the hub for like, let me buy you a drink and things like that. And that is in no way how you should come. Like if you come with your wallet first, you're going to get perceived with your, like by your wallet. You know, you go try to buy people drinks or you try to establish sexual contact like that is a huge I think turn off if you initially do it, you know, well, there's gotta be some swag and there's gotta be some like style and how you do it. Right. So guys, like I agree wholeheartedly on this that if a guy leads with his wallet, then yeah, he's screwing himself over. I lead with my identity. Mm. I lead with my, with my presence. Right. And when you lead with identity, then the woman can see like immediately, like this is the kind of guy that I would be potentially intimate with. Now I got to learn, learn more about his character and see like if his communication turns me on not only like down there, but mentally, because a woman becomes easily more turned on up here. For sure, for sure. So, and and, and, and I mean, you know, the, that night that we went out, the first night that we went out, when we were with our one of our other boys. Yeah, say everything. Um, you don't gotta hold back. This is an explicit podcast. I love it. Um, you know, particularly there were like multiple conversations where we were just going around talking to girls, like just being like more kosher about it, not really like. In, not implicate or not uh, impl applying any kinds of sexual conversation. But there's that one chick that was holding the ice cream. Which one? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Both of them. Both of them, bro. Yeah. There was one girl that was holding an ice cream. Tell them all about it. It was cookies and cream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> so or this like girl was like holding an ice cream. And uh, she had her cookie, right, on top of the ice cream. He and said, I said, give me a bite of that. Yeah, I just literally, um, I, I see her, and we're, we're about, I don't know, like like six, six to eight feet of, across from each other. And I stop, and I'm like, yo, what kind of dessert is that? And she's like, 
it's a it's ice cream and cookie. I said. He said, "No, that that right there." That's what, <laughs> that's what he said. And then I and then I, I I go up to her closer. I'm like, "That looks really good." And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I want to try a little bit of it." And she says, "Sure." And I'm I say, and she's like, "You want me to?" She told me, "Do you want me to spoon feed it to you?" I said, "Yeah, absolutely." She's like, "Well, listen, don't just start touching me out of nowhere." I'm like, "Listen, I just want some of that dessert, all right? Give me give me some of that like cookie ice cream thing, whatever it was." And she's I like, want some of that num num. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, so from there, she just like started spoon feeding me. And this is all within 30 seconds of conversation. Yeah. yeah for and then sure. immediately we put our arms around each other and like we pull out each other's phones and like let's add each other on Instagram. And then we start following each other and we start liking each other's pictures in front of each other. And this is all like, is he's like, you know, he's like whole, holding it down with like the other chick. Yeah. The down. whole time I'm like, shout out to Insomnia Cookies, the CEO. He's over here make, getting all these seductive connections. That's the most seductive connection. I have ever seen in my fucking life off of a cookie dough, like a little thing of cookie dough. And, uh, yeah, I was like, Hey, yo, this man, like he's, he's about it, bro. Like he's, and I, I think it's funny because you're so, uh, take it or leave it. And that's great, bro. Like I think, bro, I'm, and this goes for, you know, it's not, this isn't only men. Like a lot of women listen to the podcast too. And I think both sides can agree. Like when you meet someone new, like establish that effective communication, have fun, you know, like, but it, it also should be kind of take it or leave it. And, uh, I, I think I get like, you should not come up to her wholeheartedly, like latching on, like, I want this from you. Right. I want this. Like, Oh, come I'll buy you a drink. Da, da, da. The fact that you're able to just effectively communicate and you're so take it or leave it by like saying, Oh, well, it's good meeting you. We got to go to this other bar. Yeah. It's take it or leave it. And we had that other, you know, the other group, who are like, oh yeah, yeah, like we're we're gonna follow you to the next bar, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, really, a couple times, but uh, <laughs> and, and I think this is important to state too. So, so what was my mindset going into like asking, talking to that girl with the dessert? For, right, that's good. Well, yeah. So, you asked me, Izzy, like, is it important to be open minded, right, and not just be so like like tunnel vision or one sided on certain things? If I I believe in living my life as liberated as possible. Even going as a full-time dating coach is a liberating move on business move on my end because I worked for my family for a very long time and I was terrified of getting out of that out of that comfort zone and wanting to go do this full-time, but I did it. Now, when a man is liberated up here in his mind, when a man is liberated in how he believes and how he perceives himself, that energy transmits into women as well. So when I was talking to that woman about the dessert, and from there we became very uh, intimate with one each sec, other. One sec, one sec, yeah, one sure. Sec. So the fact that I have like this very liberated mindset about how I perceive myself, that energy does transmit it into women as well. So when I went to talk to that woman with the dessert, I wanted to show her that I'm going to be your escape from reality. And that's the kind of mindsets I teach Damn. my men. Yeah. Oh my lord! I teach my men this mentality called the "I am sex" mentality. Ooh, Anything you do is sexy. Drop. <laughs> Anything you do is sexy. So "I am sex" means like like this like flannel that I'm wearing is fucking sex, right? <laughs> the cologne I put on is fucking sex. These shades right here is fucking sex. Like everything is just baller about me, and it's not arrogant. It's humble. This is who I am. This is me and my masculine identity, and Bro, that's where the take it or leave. One of the interviews in. I asked on the street was this like huge group of girls. Y'all haven't seen it yet. It's gonna get put out soon uh maybe probably the same time as this episode uh but it was a huge group like you know like 10 15 and i asked them like um it was something so like it was like a mid question but i I just really wanted to know like hey is it like attractive when a guy like wears accessories you know Mm -hmm. or just something little like i was like what what's something that immediately stands out to you 
and this huge group of girls like they all respond with fuck yes they're like like something and this one girl like takes the mic and she's uh she's basically saying like like there's those people you meet who have this like demeanor to them and everything they do is kind of like like suave you know like the ring that they wear or like the neck this everything they do is like kind of suave and she's like like you guys know who you are and sometimes you meet like those guys and it's like anything they say or do is like attractive you know yeah it's all strategic like everything that i wear everything that i apply to myself is all strategic and i i use it to obviously like uplift my value even more and you know but again like the mindset of just having the i am sex mentality really like it just puts you on a different playing field than guys who are not necessarily applying that because when you believe that anything you do is sexy anything just like the the future song right like way too sexy oh yeah, yeah. like that song relates to me a lot and and i feel like it speaks out to guys who just like anything that you do in this world is sexy you know what's crazy too this brings up a point i was gonna talk about with jay and it kind of goes off a little bit of what we're talking about but it, it's it's relevant enough i want to talk about you brought up like uh that song from future right a lot of these artists make okay uh reference bad bunny so bad bunny that uh vip song he's basically saying like i'm vip like i'm the shit you know right and uh, when you listen to it in music people like uh are like oh this is like the shit i love this but then when you see guys apply it in real life or women like it goes both ways when you see people apply it in real life they're almost like demonized for it like imagine if bad bunny wasn't bad bunny and he was still like nah i'm the shit like no matter what i do right these some girl would be like you're self-centered you're full of yourself you're this and that i'm not interested but because he is who he is because people are interested in him because he has clout because he has status all of a sudden it's okay and i the only reason i mention that is because i do think i think wholeheartedly men are attracted to women i'll say initially off of their appearance okay now you have guys who that doesn't uh that doesn't they don't fit in that quota right they're like no i'm more attracted to the mind um or you have guys that they need both but men initially i think i can firmly say right off the bat i do think men initially are attracted to women based off of their looks i do think it is the same vice versa but i think women are also very attracted to status and no matter what anybody says and status doesn't necessarily mean wealth all right status doesn't mean you drive a modded up whatever it doesn't mean you drive a lambo although those are symbols of status i wholeheartedly i wholeheartedly do believe women are attracted to status and the only reason i tie that back in is because for all you guys out there listening and women this can be applied in the same way i do think that whole mentality of working on yourself and etc only gives you only uh fills your cup more like your status cup more and only makes you more attractive and i think the only reason i re reference this is because you hear it in music all the time bad bunny's like i'm our bad bunny's like i'm vip he said you want a selfie okay mate like i'm vip you know and all these girls drool over him but if he wasn't who he was all of a sudden he's like it's, he's demonized for it you know right well what got bad bunny to besides his musical talent which he's very talented what got him to where he is now he has liberated a lot of people from being scared of expressing themselves, right? Like Bad Bunny has very controversial music videos. He has very controversial things that he does. And that has allowed him to give people the courage. The fact that Bad Bunny expresses himself the way he does 
He's allowed people to feel more comfortable in expressing however way they want to express themselves. And that's like key. You need to be able to express yourself like the way you want to express yourself. And a man, see, what, yes, I, I do believe that a man first approaches a woman because he finds her attractive, mm -hmm. right? But then like a woman's worth is not her beauty. I, I would agree. Yeah. Well, okay. When you say not, when you say it's, uh, it's not worth, I'm, I don't disagree. I don't think anyone's, uh, or I don't think anyone's full value is inherently like their attraction. But do you think, even though it shouldn't be that way, do you think in some cases it is that way? Because the only reason I mention this is because you have, um, I, I'm going to bring up a statement. I'm not going to say from who. But he's basically talking about how a guy who owns a yacht, right? This guy owns a yacht. He worked his whole life to make this yacht happen. And all the girl has to do is be pretty and she's on the yacht. And I'm not saying she ha that's the only reason she has value. I don't think anybody has their values built off their attraction. But do you think in some cases, more than others, it is there is that dichotomy? Like in a lot of cases, you have this a guy who worked hard as fuck and he has this maybe boozy house, this, this, and that. And you have these very attractive females over, but in essence, it's only because their beauty is why they're there. You get what I'm saying? Well, then, okay. So to answer this question, there has to be, we first have to understand what's the intention of this guy inviting the girl over to the boat. So if he just wants a pretty girl to come to the boat, then yeah, his, her personality doesn't matter. And I think there's nothing wrong with inviting a woman to a boat if she's attractive. And if you want to have like a lot of pretty girls on your yacht party, like why the hell not? I don't care about your degree or personality or like as long as you're not as long as you're respectful to me and you're respectful to the boat, to the yacht. You got to respect. Yeah. The boat. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't care. Like, I don't care about your background. I don't care about like what you do for work. I don't care about like, you know, and a variety of things. Uh, but for. OK, so so the reason and then also I do believe that a woman's. So when a, when a woman's attraction is the only thing that matters is when she perceives herself in that way or the intention behind bringing the girl connecting with the guy is for that reason as well. So if she believes like, look at it this way, like a lot of guys, they think that their good looks is the only reason why they can score women and how tall they are. They're six feet, they're six foot two, for example. And you know, that's, that's their thing. <laughs> are you actually six foot two I also? Am, yeah, yeah. Oh, you lucky man. <laughs> so being a, so I'm like five foot nine, right? I'm not six feet tall, but He's I five still twelve, score. five twelve. <laughs> I still, and I still score women because for me, I perceive my value based on like my identity and what I bring to myself and what I bring to the world. But if I were to perceive myself as like this guy who, let's just say I'm, I'm super duper rich and I was born in royalty and that's my only value. Well, then people will see me that way too. Like you give off like your reflection, the people that are in your life are a reflection of how you perceive yourself. So if I perceive myself as like a loser, uh, low value, I don't get girls, then no one's going to want to talk to me. For sure. I, I a hundred percent agree the way you fucking perceive yourself, right? That 100% manifests into your entire fucking world, bro. Facts. Like if, if you, man, I swear to God, the first thing I ever did, I talked about it with Jay. The first thing I ever did like for myself, cause in like I said, high school, like growing up, your boy was crusty. And the only reason I was crusty is because, uh, well, a lot of reasons, but I was just crusty, you know? And then I started meeting people, had all these crazy experiences, even with Presley, very open-minded. The glow up was before then, but even then, uh, just meeting people, experiencing so many different fucking things. That's what I, I look at life as you never start here and you're just here. 
Right. You're never just here on the same timeline and then you end here. Some people are. That's not a way I want to live my life. I pick key points in my life where I specifically redefine myself. I remember when I was 21. Yeah, 21 years old. No, 22. When I was 22, um, I picked a point. I was like, this isn't who I want to be. And I completely changed everything about myself. Whole new wardrobe, whole new hairstyle. Like my hair naturally is a little froey. I was like, no, no, no. I met this one friend. Shout out uh, Draku. You know who you are. He was like, hey, Izzy, you got curly hair. Use this coconut oil. And now, you know, like I picked a point in my life where I completely redefined who I was. And I think everybody should do that. You should look back at yourself two, three years from now. I'll be like, why did I do this? Like, why did I dress like this, talk like this, walk like this? You never are here and just end here, you know? You should constantly be looking to redefine yourself. And the only thing, the first time I ever really did something for myself, I grew up with like uh, like crooked teeth. I didn't have money. I grew up really like ghetto. Um, I didn't have money for like, you know, like that was the least of my worries was like teeth, you know? And the first thing I ever did was got like Invisaligns. And I remember like now they're all like white and shiny and like nice, you know? And I remember this one girl was at a pool party at my apartment complex. She's like, you have a really nice smile. And that shit made my heart like melt like through my body, bro. I've never been told that. I grew up my whole life, right? And now people tell me like, Izzy, you have a nice smile. And it, every time it's like, you know, it was the first thing I did for myself that was that really uh, made me look at myself in a different way, you know? And I do think it is very, very important. Like the way you look at yourself is how you reflect your outer world. If you think to yourself, you're the shit, you're going to be the shit in everything you do. You're going to microanalyze every fucking little detail about how you dress, how you talk, uh, like even your car, your apartment. Not to say it's the best, but you're going to microanalyze so many different things, you know? So I do think I would 100% agree with you that how you view yourself completely reflects how you talk, act, walk, whatever in the outer world. So that was very good. I like that, that you just mentioned all those points. How you view yourself is extremely important, but you know what's even more important is how you talk to yourself as well. So if, if Izzy was not talking to himself in the same way with his development, there was no way he would get to where he is now. Izzy saw a greater vision for himself. You saw sure. a greater light at the end of the tunnel. Even during the moments of crooked teeth, even during the moments where you were not like ever complimented for having a nice smile, you saw that there was something greater for you out there, right? And if guys can be cognizant and be conscious yes. of how they yes, talk to themselves yes, up here, yes, yes, you're going to grow yes. faster than you've ever imagined in your life. 100%, bro. Internal communication is, and the thing about like conversations like this, I know a lot of people are taking a lot out of it, but the thing about conversations like, not everybody. If you haven't experienced things, if you haven't experienced these things at times, you're not going to give it the same level of uh, like thought that we're giving it right now. You know what I mean? Like for those of you listening who can't relate to this and think that this is like BS, I want you to just keep in mind, you will at some point run into an experience that will make you look back at something like this and actually take it with consideration. You know what I'm saying? Because that is 100% accurate. I'll, I'm just putting that as a preface because some people might not let that sink in, like the sentiment sink in. But I promise you, you'll reach a point in your life where it will sink in and you will see like, okay, this is actually like relevant. Because I did always see a greater vision for myself and those internal communications, how you talk to yourself, 
completely, completely can transform your world. If you really just go about your life and there's nothing wrong with it, right? It's not how I want to live my life. But if you just go through kind of like a feather and get blown wherever and you don't have like hard conversations with yourself, then I, I just, I find it, I'm not gonna say it's not possible. I find it hard to see like there's a vision greater than yourself that you could fill into, you know? Absolutely. I like to use the analogy, like you're, you're like a fart in the wind, wherever the wind oh, blows, yeah. the fart just goes in that yeah, direction. Yeah. So if you're just going to rhymes too, yeah. spitting bars, <laughs> if you're just going to be up on the beat, <laughs> if you're just going to be like being like this, like feather or like a fart that literally just like travels in the air and Smelly doesn't have one. any source of identity does not like, I believe the ma the masculine men out there are like mountains. They're, they're the ones that are gro grounded, they're st stationed, right? And they're very composed in how they, con in how they just hold themselves. There's, there, you know, for the people out there who are, like you were mentioning, that may not be able to relate to us at this moment when they're hearing this conversation, I want you guys to understand that both Izzy and I, we were not like super like established in how we carry ourselves right now. There was a journey, it's called sure. the hero's journey. We started, again, like I had my heart broken multiple times in high school. I, I've been rejected. It's okay, I've been don't cry. It's on. okay, it's okay. I've been rejected. I've been flaked on. <laughs> Where's my tissues? <laughs> I've been rejected. I've been flaked on. I've gone through so much hell. And those are the moments that made me realize that enough is enough. And I wanted to just grow and develop myself. So again, guys, like for all of, all of everyone who's like listening to this right now, like you can become the best version of yourself. And remember like being the best version of yourself is a never ending journey as well. Right. It's so cliche. Never so ending, never fucking so ending. true. Never ending, bro. Yeah. And that's how that open mindedness too, is he actually becomes better because if you are open minded, then you know that being developing yourself with women, developing yourself with like your communication skills and how you dress, like there's always room for improvement. There's always, 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 always. Yeah, I always learned that there's, hey, there's a better cologne out there that I could be using. I didn't realize this other cologne I had is like out outdated or it's overly popular or whatever. You know, I find a new cologne. Shout out to uh, Defund Simping. Like he, uh, my boy Chad, like he- Defund like, Simping? Yeah, oh that's his, my God. yeah, he has a really good channel. And uh, we <laughs> met up in Orange County, California, and we did a, a, a video together. Um, with uh, King Nico from TikTok and King Nico. I know King really Nico. Yeah, yeah, King Nico's really King funny Nico. too. He's Greek, by the way, also. Hey, yeah. shout out my other Greek. So when I had that uh, conversation with them, they showed me their whole cologne collection. I was like, yo, these guys are on the cologne game right now. And I was like, man, There's I can some good cologne more cologne's out there, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think uh, it's like 70% of initial attraction to someone. And when you're in personal space to them is their smell. Right. That, that is the uh, strongest connotation that a brain can make. You go walk outside right now and you go smell the bakery, your ass is going to get hungry no matter what you do. It's the oh, same yeah. same way as like cologne, like how, how a person smells. It's either like 60 or 70%. There's like studies on it. Uh, initial attraction on close corners interactions, uh, it's it's a complete game changer, bro. Complete game changer. Right. And then also restaurants are very strategic about how they place certain colors like in and out, the red and red white. white. Red yeah. and white. Red and white. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, it's colors of hunger. So when I when I go out there, I get these girls hungry as well. When I wear my red flannel and my red trucker hat, yeah, you know, just, <laughs> they get they start getting hungry. Oh, and like they want a piece of like, I want camp, some Persian you know? tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want some once Persian. you go Persian, you can never go any other version. Oh well. shit, yo! Now us Browns have like us brown people have like a. I'm, I'm not Persian, but hey, I'm still I'm still gonna use that, bro. <laughs> I'm still gonna use that. No, I uh, I think let's always at the fam. Oh, that's okay. I'll equalize it out. No, I definitely think uh, it, it's cool as shit to see 
someone else who who also like micro analyzes in a way but doesn't let it hold them back and still is open-minded i i think literally everything you do from branding or whatever like your social media like bro the amount of hours i've spent like on photoshop removing like a little speck like off of a photo and just doing other bullshit that no one else is ever going to notice but i'm going to notice i can't even put into words and that again manifest into other parts of your life as well yeah so i'm glad you mentioned that because everything that you do it trickles down i always talk, talk about this like if you have any kind of insecurities or or you're let's say a super outgoing positive person this trickles into other areas of your life so it's not like for example you know i'm really established in business i'm super confident but then the moment i talk to a woman i'm like really scared and stuff it, it doesn't work like that like that means that you, at some point yeah you'll be even scared yeah, like that. if you it, like i feel like if you're scared of talking to women there's also parts in business that you're not conquering necessarily <laughs> like there's something that like the way the mind works it's one it's one mind it, you have one brain so it's not like you can you know, like when a guy tells me man i'm so good at like texting a girl but if i see her in person i just freeze i'm like dude it doesn't work like that man like you're 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 you everything is consistency and masculinity everything you do like that's why like if i it doesn't matter you meet me on dating apps you meet me on text phone calls facetimes in person i will conquer all those situations with women right that's that's bro everything you're saying right now sorry i'm just taking notes everything you just said right now fucking heat bro Appreciate i that. think and even myself like i will never i will never act like i'm uh you know there's times especially interviews like there's like a group of dimes in front of me like 10 of them and one of me and i have the flash and shit on me and i'm like hey like my initial i i worked really and still do work hard to even get out of my comfort zone like i'm not just naturally i was never never naturally someone who could walk up and be like suave i grew up crusty you know like I, I didn't have a good like uh environment around me like i grew up some ghetto areas like i never had like uh that's like what i knew obviously like that's all like changed but it still affects like the uh certain aspects of my life and so when i see a group of like tens you know sometimes i do get like the oh man uh, but i'm like hey is he like you're the director of this film and this film's gonna unravel however you know you direct it and i still make the, i get out of my comfort zone and i approach and i make contact and it's just to show like i i'll never act like i'm like uh a guru or you know perfect at this like i still every day every day it's like i try to self-improve that in some way and uh i think it's doable bro i think it's so doable yeah and think about all those women that just want to have that positive experience with you too i always look at it like when i'm doing my street interviews when i'm in arizona or wherever i'm doing it mostly in arizona though i always look at it as like i want to make sure that these women are having fun and again, I come with again with the mindset of I want to liberate you. I want you to be ex comfortable expressing yourself as sexually and as like as willingly you want to be right. And if she can trust me and trust my demeanor and trust my identity that I can do that, and I can help her get there. Like I'm again, I'm her escape from her nine to five. I'm escape from her like stressful jobs. I'm escape from her Man. parents that are judgmental. I'm escape from her toxic ex boyfriend. That's some strong shit. Being yeah. someone's escape like their safe place they're uh absolutely sheesh absolutely. and women will start doing more freakier and kinkier shit with you if they feel like you're not going to judge them for that so that's why it's so important to establish it from the beginning because you asked me like i remember we were driving one time and you said what is your take on like guys uh, or like i think like how long it takes for a woman to be intimate with you i think it was something along the lines of that i said i'm a guy who likes to get laid on the first date i don't believe in like waiting like 10 dates a month three days four days five days and uh, there's nothing wrong with a guy who wants to wait that long if he wants to do that but there has to be a legitimate reason as to why not just because like he's heard it on the internet 
So for me, I'm a one date get laid type guy because I want to know if the woman feels comfortable with me sexually and I want to know that our intimacy is on point. Just to give y'all <clears throat> a little more backdrop uh, on who exactly Cam is. I mean, y'all y'all heard him introduce himself. You heard me introduce him. Uh, I just want to give y'all reference. Like uh, Cam's not in Dallas just to be in Dallas. Like he has clients uh, and these clients, he you offer uh, monthly services, and then obviously you offer like one time, two one-time payments. What is it like baller? What are your, uh, yeah. So I have the, um, I have different kinds of tier memberships. I have the player membership, which is uh, currently priced at the recording of this video is $50 a month. And that gets weekly zoom calls and exclusive telegram chat. It's for guys who are not able to afford like my expensive, uh, coaching packages just yet, or guys who are like on the fence. They don't trust me hundred percent just yet. They want to make sure that I'm legitimate. I carry myself authentically and consistently. And the, the next membership that I have is a baller membership and the baller membership is currently priced uh, at the recording of this video. It's uh, fifty eight hundred dollars, and that get that's like more of like an online group coaching type thing, and it gives access to. And then all these memberships, by the way, have like course libraries of like different things, like how to kiss girls, uh, how to sexually escalate. Uh, there's a whole variety of different stuff. How to vibe with women, how to build your foundation, build your program, like in your mind, so you can be a consistent masculine man. And then the tier above that is alpha membership. An alpha membership currently priced at fifteen thousand uh, at the recording of this video which allows guys to have a one-on-one -on -one access to me. So either I'm traveling to you man, that or values his time. Me. A man that values his time. Absolutely. And I know some guys are going to be listening. It's like, what? 15K, that's ridiculous. And, you know, I know my value. And I say this, again, very humble and uh, with with humility and with and because I was scared to charge high prices back then. I was terrified. But I realized, shout out to Alex Hormozzi for, like, giving me, like, he was one of the people that helped me, not personally I worked with him, but listening to his advice on, sure. on YouTube, Instagram, and on his acquisition.com website, which I highly recommend everybody to, like, watch, who's, like, business owners or entrepreneurs. Um, I realized that, like, the more that I perceive myself higher and the more I price myself higher, I had to make sure that I delivered on that end as well. So if somebody's paying me 15K, guess what that comes yeah, with? 15K like, material. Yeah, yeah 15 it's 15K material. I bring my videographer. I bring my photographer. I film. We go to parties. We go do table service. There's a whole variety of stuff we do to put ourselves with more situations with women. That internal conversation is the same internal conversation that has gotten you to where you're at and where you're going to go. Because I don't see you for where you're at or where you've been. I see you for where you're going. And uh, I definitely do think that internal conversation with yourself comes back to the key point at the beginning that it's all tied together. I think that's sick to cam gets flown out all over the place. He will be getting flown out more. Like he does practice what he preaches. I saw it with my own two eyes. Um, I, I saw just like purely someone who can effectively communicate. And I think that's going to get you very far, bro. I appreciate that for sure. And y'all yeah. uh, heard it from the man, the myth, the legend, the communicative elite, the dating guru, the coach grand cam one thing i want to quickly say as well is that um i one of my favorite parts of coaching is meeting the guys in person so for the guys who don't want to do the alpha male membership the alpha membership coaching that i have i also have retreats that i do so at the time of this recording of this video um i have a retreat in las vegas from march 23rd to march 20th of 2023 and i'm gonna have more of these in the future as well and uh, we're, we have, we're gonna have like a whole, do, is it, we rented? I gotta show you the, the Airbnb that I rented. It's a baller Airbnb, super nice. We're gonna have like a whole bunch of like different sessions and lectures and hel helping the guys become more comfortable with women. Mm. So those kind of experiences of like, again, when guys, when I'm able to charge higher prices, guys are able to like come to it. 
I can invest more back into them too. for sure. So the, so again, like I believe in this, like it's I will. Yeah. So yeah, I believe in it's exactly like if I, I've always paid for mentorship, I've always paid high prices for a lot of things because like, like I, I went to the Vegas store and I got myself a Givenchy shirt and that shirt, like, honestly, it allowed me to really see what it's like to own like a super duper expensive brand shirt. And I don't own a lot of super duper duper expensive brand shirts, but I, I'm getting on it. Right. And I love just owning expensive brands because now it, it allows me like the material just to walk into a nice, clean, like, you know, air conditioned, like, like store that is like pristine, it's modern and everything. It just changes your perspective significantly. And I do that a lot with like with Turo too. I rent like that's, super luxury cars, cars all the time. That's I, there's somebody I listen to. She was, I don't particularly follow her or like stay in the loop. She's like a social media, uh, coach. And she lives in Dubai now. She didn't live in Dubai to begin with. And she says she made a point about like coffee shops. I go to a lot of coffee shops. Do I really like coffee? Uh, whatever. Uh, I, well, I drink a lot of it, but I, it's like whatever to me. The only reason I, and she, she basically made the point of, I go to these really bougie coffee shops and pay like 15 bucks a coffee. Not because like, that's like, Oh, like this coffee's so good. Yeah, or, Instagram, Look at me my coffee. <laughs> she said she does it because she's surrounded by nice things and it keeps her in check. And that's why she, and, and I think it's like the same way with your, uh, Givenchy shirt yeah. or Gucci or Prada, whatever you want to, I've never been huge into like, to be honest, I've always been the guy who's like, I don't give a fuck as long as you look nice, but I do think it keeps you in check being around nice things or being around, uh, certain groups of people, you know, certain minds that are like-minded, et cetera, that holds you to like a high standard. I, I do think your Givenchy shirt is like the same. Oh dude, when Givenchy. I wore that, so I got this in at, at the Wynn hotel in Vegas. And remember I was walking around and I went to Hakkasan in MGM later that night and usually they don't allow you to wear t-shirts into Hakkasan. you have to wear like a collar yeah, shirt but that's but the, like an exception yeah they saw that shirt they're like all right yeah we're not gonna yeah. like give this guy a hard time and i just remember again i'm not leading with my wallet or leading with my clothes like i can wear a fucking like beat down shirt and i'll still like pull you know but i'll be presented confidence right? yes confidence, exactly i'm bro. leading by my identity self-awareness like, identity yeah yeah and then when i when i was in that and when i was in Hakkasan, i just remember like feeling different you know, and it's like you know, the $15 coffee, for example, th that example that you were mentioning with that story of that woman, I, I do those kind of things too, where I will go to expensive places because I want to be around expensive people. I want to be around people who are, have high value mindsets, right? So if I'm, if I, but if I keep going to, you know, no offense to, no, not throwing shade to like fast food, but if I'm always at fast food all the time, then I'm not really surrounded by like super, um, you know, elite I would agree. Type I'd people agree. Just, I'd yeah. agree. And again, not throwing shade to fast food people or anyone who's working really hard, blue collar workers, all of you guys, I respect all of you. You guys are like the backbone of, uh, of America, but <clears throat> excuse me. But ultimately, like if you're a guy who wants to be surrounded by like super high net worth type people, you got to do high net worth shit. You got to start dressing high net worth too. And you gotta, I, I do think that also ties into who you hang with, you know, who you hang big with facts. is a big factor. Uh, and you, we all know, like sometimes like you have, like certain friends, like you can't introduce certain friends to certain people. Some friends, they always present themselves nice. They're talkative, like, you know, and that's different, but we all know like there's, you know, if, uh, if you want to be around high level people, not to say you're better than anybody, but if, if that's what you want for yourself, who's to question it. But if that's what you want for yourself, you want to be around high level people. You also have to have people who can think on the frequency or at least try to, you know, and present themselves in the same manner. I think that's a good sentiment from Coach Grand Cam. 
That is going to wrap up this episode. Oh, my voice breaks, bro. I'm about to lose my voice tonight. It's going to be a fucking movie, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, but shout out to the Coach Grand Cam for flying out. Um, all his info will be linked down below. We'll pop it up right here on the screen for all of y'all to check it out. Um, you want to shout your handles out on Instagram real quick and all the other? Absolutely. So my handles is Coach Grand Cam. So just C-O-A-C-H Grand Cam. Um, I also have uh, thegrandmail.com where you can find me and you can find all my coaching services. And I uh, just want to say, Izzy, like, thank you for having me, man. Of course, like, It's been bro. a pleasure to be with you. It's a pleasure to speak to you. It's a pleasure to to just share this space with you. And I see your growth. I just want to say it's commendable and it's uh, and I'm inspired by your growth as well, man. I love Appreciate to see you, you keep pushing Much yourself. Love. And you're always on to bigger and better things, man. Again, it's an honor, and I'm glad that we got to really meet each other. Same, bro. Building a solid like connection and uh, friendship for, uh, from this point out. For sure, bro. It'll definitely be a, a connection that will be connected like a lot of times, you know? I feel like every time you're in Dallas, it's going to be yeah. it'll be something. And man. I know when you're in Arizona, we're going to have a baller ass oh, time yeah. too, man. These oh, girls yeah. are not ready for the <laughs> team like Izzy Grand Cam the movement. Duo, whenever bro. they come in. Rizzy, Izzy, and Grand Cam yeah. together, man. I'm telling you, we're, we're shutting down every Shut club every that we're going to. We're shutting place. down the street. We're shutting down the and house tonight. parties. And tonight, all of Dallas. All Dallas, Dallas, I hope you're ready tonight. It's going to be crazy, but shout out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Izzy's Room, the room where it all fucking goes down. The number one dating podcast and the top 5% globally shared because of each and every one of y'all. Now I'm going to say one thing to each and every one of y'all. Go hit that fucking subscribe button. I love y'all, but damn, like hit the like button, hit the five-star review. I don't know how the listens doesn't correlate to the reviews. I love y'all, but y'all got to gotta let me know if we're doing good. I have to know if we're doing good. So hit that five-star rating, like, subscribe, Izzy's Room Podcast on every single platform. You will start to see all the crazy hot takes, interviews, everything else on YouTube. Oh, wait till the hot, they don't know about the hot takes, but the hot takes are about to come in crazy. Uh, but I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for the support, and we'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace out.